Welcome back, everyone, to 10th Inning. I'm your host, Jack Miller, and my co-host to my left, Brett Miller, is joining me, and also joining me is Jordan Weisinger and Justin Locke, members of our Rowan Radio Sports Department, and both championship series for the MLB postseason are underway with a trip to the World Series on the line, and the Phillies are up 2-0 to zero against the Arizona Diamondbacks in the NLCS. And on the AL side, it's the Astros and the Rangers, and the Rangers are up 2-1 to one after the Astros took Game 3, and they were down 2-0 to the Texas Rangers. And on offsides yesterday, Brett, we were talking that both these series are at 2-0, and they might almost be over, but the Astros are trying to pick away at the Rangers, and yeah. they're not they're not out of it yet. Yeah, literally a day ago today, I was saying how much of a tall task it was for them to get back into the series, and they took one step in the right direction last night. Um, the bats came alive, which is something that we did not see in games one and two for the most part, and they shelled Scherzer, which I think, I don't know what the expectations were for him going into it, but... He looked terrible, yeah. to say the least. So. I mean, he didn't look that good last year either. Just no. looking at Scherzer, he played for the Mets. I think he choked away game two. The Padres got him pretty game good. One. Yeah. Game one. Right, it was game one. Padres um, yeah, and Padres won game one, and then the Mets won game two. So, But yeah, I step th- in the right direction. I think this one just his injury kind of, you know, he rushed himself back. Understandably so. He wants to pitch in the playoffs to help this team get a ring. But if you're not 100% healthy and you're going against the defending champs, you can't be risking yourself like that. But here's the thing with Max Scherzer is the fact that he didn't play well in the postseason last year. Is this just a common tendency for him, kind of like Clayton Kershaw has in the postseason, where he can't perform at that top level? I don't think so. We've seen Scherzer do it before, especially Game 7 of the World Series in 2019. He had back really bad back spasms then, and uh, he was able to make his way back and really deal in Game 7, and also the 2021 playoffs. He uh, dominated that wild card game, if you guys recall, and he shut down the Cardinals, who had, at the time, uh, a really good offense. And, yeah, so to your question, I don't think it's uh, due to him at the highest uh, level. That's really a Kershaw thing, and I feel like Kershaw only of his caliber. But I think Max Scherzer is just back-to-back rough. He's only, you know, two playoff starts since that game last year. So if they if they move on or get to a Game 7 in this series, he'll pitch again. Justin, what do you think of the whole Max Scherzer situation? Now they're, uh, I guess, I mean, they're still up, but you lose game three to the Astros. The Astros are really good on the road, and this is something that the Rangers really have to hone in on because you're up 2-1, but the Astros are really good on the road. I mean, the Astros, obviously, seven straight ALCS appearances. They've been to four World Series, and... Uh, Max Scherzer, statistically, since 2020, has the highest ERA in the postseason, five eight three, and that is eat your words. Since, Jordan. <laughs> and that, that wild card game, uh, he was good. <laughs> he did have two good starts in 2020, but uh, since then, he's zero three. Actually, the last uh, couple of starts he's had, obviously he was, he's now 38 years old, but if got followed by guys like Tyler Glasnow, Clayton Kershaw, and I mean. I mean Get a lot of guys get in the end, end stages of their career, but with the Rangers, uh, all so far the three games have been the road team has walked away as a victory. Obviously, they both play at Texas, but it's still uh, you want to win at your home stadium and you just have it so far through the games. And the Astros kind of they capitalize every time they can. They, they did it. Your Don seems like Barry Bonds every time he's in the box. <laughs> yeah. Every time he he sees, I guess what four or five home runs in this postseason already. Yeah. It's, Nuts. It's absolutely crazy, and I think uh, this Astros team, they're not out of it. Even when it was 2-0, a lot of people were like, it's going to probably go 2-2, and 
if it's tied up at 2-2, we, we know what the Astros could do that final three-game stretch. It kind of seems like uh, whenever Christian Javier takes the mound now in the playoffs, it's a guaranteed win. I mean, that dude is unbelievable. I know. His postseason turns it on track record. Yeah. He's he's on it. He started the no-hitter against the Phillies last year, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he he's, was dominant yeah. even before then. Too. I don't know how he does it, but when he gets into October... He's something yeah, else. Did, did he? He gave up. Yeah, he gave up his first earned run last night. I yeah, I think right? it was John got him. Yeah, Two yeah. run shot. I think so. But it was already four nothing. Was that all him? I, I think, think so. so. I believe so. <coughs> I don't want to. But well, I think he has as many hits in the playoffs as like his last three starts or whatever, something like that. It's I know. A crazy it's, stat. It is a crazy stat. But Javier is definitely a guy to watch. And Brett, we were saying on uh, on offside yesterday that Javier hasn't been really good this regular season mm-hmm. and we were talking about pretty much the decline of the the Astros at this point but now it's just after this game yeah it's turned around the track record for Javier but mm-hmm. his postseason track record still looks the same as he's so dominant in the postseason yeah he's got a dominant uh, track record in the postseason but it's just crazy how much these games how much like not momentum because I think being home or away cha- it uh negates the momentum aspect of it but on a game-to-game basis, it could just swing so much because literally a day ago, we were saying how the Astros are down 2-0. You have three on the road now. Texas is fully in the driver's seat. And then they come out, Javier, five and two-thirds, two earned, and you smoke them 8-5. And now it's like, okay, well back in it. And it's just a day later. So all these games all mean so much. And for them to get a win last night, save their season. Well, to Jack's point, too, with the Astros, they're not good at home. <laughs> so them losing home. two games with um, the Rangers throwing out Montgomery and Valdi, that's not that shocking to me. But I really do expect when Verlander gets his next start to bounce back, he's not going to get shelled twice. Is Javier their one in the in this uh, postseason? No, he's three because Framers well, there, too. Like on a... Depth chart wise, but he's pitched the best out of the three of them. If they make it to the World Series, I would keep him at three though, because okay. if yeah. it gets to a game seven against the Phillies, he would get him game seven. Okay. Damn, you just already said the Phillies. <laughs> I <laughs> mean, they're already up two zero. I don't want to jinx you guys, but I can make that <coughs> conclusion. <laughs> I mean, Diamondbacks tickets are like twenty bucks to go to the game tonight. Yeah. Yesterday they were nine, and nine. now okay. at, if you go to the door today. They're 15. It's cheaper to, as you, for you guys, to fly to Arizona, yeah. stay there for three nights, see yeah. all three games, and fly back than it is to go to one game. Here in Philly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is much. nuts. I mean, I was, like, low-key. I, uh, I didn't look on my computer for flights. I was thinking about it, though. I'm like, I, I would have like, made it, honestly. I looked. I you, thought about it. Yeah. How, mu- how much was a flight? I didn't look at fl- I was, like, similar to what you did, where I was, yeah, you're looking we're, at We're right going to look at right flights. Now. We're gonna look so at I did similar to what Jack flights. did, where he... Uh, Kind of was like, oh, if I bought a ticket, flew there, stayed there, probably probably come out to the same as if you went to game one or two, especially six or seven. But I don't know if those games. Uh, okay, so uh, with a connecting flight, um, there's multiple. Are you going out of Philly? Are you flying out of Philly? Uh, yes, and this is for tomorrow and a round trip from Friday to Saturday. Multiple airlines have. Seven and a half hour total amount of flight, but that includes a layover. Mm. Um, it takes around five hours nonstop to get to, to Phoenix. But with a layover flight, you can get to Phoenix for three hundred eighteen dollars round trip. Round trip, <laughs> and you could pay for you could pay under 
under 50 bucks for tickets. Yeah. Well and then under. and then pay another 50 bucks for yeah. all the food that you get maybe or Would it be cheaper 75? out of like Newark or something because I would imagine the Philly airport if they have any decision over that would re- uh, rack the prices up going people Maybe leave. even Trenton. Or I mean, Trenton, the yeah, airport. Yeah. Trenton might be a lot cheaper. Uh, yeah, Newark's a lot cheaper. Multiple airlines for a nonstop is 278. I think Philly has a little bit of an impact on this flight. <laughs> yeah, so they know what they're doing down there. Yeah, so let's let's check Trenton though. Does Wilmington have an airport? I said Trenton. Uh, they might, but we can check that too. Trenton show flights. I think they only fly Frontier. They do only fly Frontier. Um, and at this point, oh, there's no no flights to Phoenix. So Frontier, uh, yeah. front, it might Trenton might be uh, it might be a little bit out of its range. Phoenix might be for Trenton. Um, what were you, you said Wilmington? If they have an airport, not they Phoenix. should. It's a big enough city. Yeah, Wilmington, Delaware. Yeah, they do. Um, show flights, but nothing. I'm assuming it might be another one of those like Trenton airports. Only a few airlines check in. I'm not sure how big the airport is, but Newark, you can get there for under three hundred dollars yeah. for a nonstop yeah, flight. It's only an hour and a half from here. Are we going to Game Five or something? Uh, I think <laughs> or we're game having four. a live I mean, tenth inning episode. We're on, we're on radio retreat <laughs> outside of Chase Field. I mean, like it's such a it's such a weird situation. How you? It just makes Tori Lovello's comments seem so weird when well, he what brought were his up comments. He brought up. I don't want to quote him exactly. I just I'll give you the gist of it. He just said like, well, now they got to come to our field and deal with our fans who were fifty three thousand strong against L A. in Game Three. But most of that them crowd were was LA. dead. Did you? But that's what three, I mean. That's yeah. why it makes his comments so weird. Like, yeah. I guess you're trying to fire up your guys, but I mean, if the only edge of making tickets so cheap is to get your real fans in there, because when you get in the later rounds of the playoffs, especially like the World Series, it's really your rich fans who can afford to yeah, go. Yeah, not necessarily your real ones. Yeah, yeah exactly. I get what but you mean. even with like some of these Philly fans, they don't care, dude. They don't. It doesn't I matter. Saw, it doesn't matter what income they are. I saw Sometimes a TikTok just, of like a young couple. They're like, we emptied out our wedding fund to come to Game One tonight. Exactly. Like they just people, it's just a, people don't care. It's a care thing. And what what's also crazy is just the flight in general probably costs these like as you said earlier, like the flight itself costs as much as a regular Philadelphia ticket, yeah. which is kind of absurd. But a two seventy eight dollar flight for a three day trip, plus all the other expenses, I mean, obviously there's the hotel expense, which will add up. But still, mm-hmm. it's not a bad deal if you're Looking at flights to Phoenix. And Phoenix is one of those areas where they have uh, some migrators from this area, right? Yeah. It's a traveling state. It's a traveling city as well. It's a retirement state. I would expect to be a lot of Phillies fans there at these three games. Exactly. If I'm, it goes to three games. Yeah. <laughs> if it goes to three games. But, Locke, the re- I mean, what, what is your whole standpoint on just Arizona just kind of really not caring at this point? I mean, obviously the team cares, but it seems like the front office is like, we're making these tickets really cheap, and they don't. They, it doesn't seem like the front office sees the Diamondbacks standing a chance against the Phillies. I mean, obviously it's two zero now, and they have Ranger on the mound for the Phillies, and Ranger has looked down the last seven postseason starts. I think he's only allowed one earned run over the seven starts, and it's it's going to be inevitable for them. And obviously, if they don't win tonight, Game Four is going to be a complete. Uh, nothing really, to be honest. And it, you look at it, and obviously it's a two o'clock game in Arizona. It's obviously time wise, it's it's not a good time. But again, the atmosphere in Philly, you could really have if a game 
could be at any time in Philadelphia. And there's going to be every yeah. fan there. They're going to pay as much as they want. Yeah, going to do kit tailgate every that. And there's still going to be Diamondbacks fans. But I I'm seeing on social media there's. Phillies fans literally buying these tickets so Diamondbacks fans can't show up this game. Like, it, <laughs> no, I saw that. Like they're buying them back here, like buying rows and just either selling them to other Phillies fans or just like, well, I'm gonna have them so that Diamondbacks fans can't be there because they're so cheap. It's like twenty bucks. Yeah, why? Yeah. Why just? He made a point with the time slot too. You guys played five, right? Technically here it's five, five Eastern, but in three Arizona, o'clock there. two o'clock, two o'clock, it's two o'clock. No, they're Mountain Time. No, they're not. They're in, they're in Pacific Time. Arizona Pacific. Yeah. We're sure about that. I trust me on this. I know. <laughs> I've I've landed in Phoenix before, so okay. Um, well, it's a three hour difference from from here. To bring up on the whole ticket thing, I, this is the most biased headline ever it's from NBC Ten Philadelphia. Oh, the headline is Diamondbacks can't seem to fill their stadium. Can seven dollar tickets turn to Citizens Bank Park West? Citizens <laughs> <laughs> Bank Park West. I mean, it's a crazy headline. And like Jordan said, there's already a lot of Phillies fans that have migrated out there because of the retirement state, similar to like Florida. Yeah. It's the There's going to be a lot of red. Western Florida. It's going to be a lot of red. It just might not be dark red. It's a, it, no way it's in mountain time. I don't think so. Because I swear, also, I saw somewhere it said that their start is 207. Let's, well, they are that state that doesn't have daylight savings, so it could vary. That could be a thing. Maybe. Here, hold on. We're going to ask Siri. What time is it in Phoenix right now? 11.27 a.m., so it's three hours back. That's what Siri says. So I'm going to trust my clock. We're out. in daylight <laughs> currently, right? Yes. But it's 2.07 for them okay. currently. So, uh, Or not 2.07. What am I saying? It's 11.27 for them. So they're right. mountain, but because it's daylight savings, they're three hours back. I have no idea. But I just know it's three hours back. I think they're in Whatever. Pacific. Yeah. Location but. pod. Yeah, location. <laughs> We're playing GeoGuessr. We are. <laughs> GeoGuessr with MLB stadiums might come up in this off season, dude. That might be fun. I would. I would be <clears> down <throat> for that. You got to find like exactly where like mm-hmm. America Park is. I mean, hey, Michigan. What, <laughs> these winter months, man. Yeah, We're gonna have to dig. Deep. Might have to dig for content, but um, but uh, here's the thing. Like, let's think about it this way. Like, the tickets are ten, fifteen dollars cheap. Yeah, yeah. What if the Phillies win today? Are they going to be like two two dollars tomorrow? That's because when the Yankees last year when the Yankees played the Astros and they were down three zero, I would have went if I wasn't in college. Like game four tickets were legitimately like fifteen dollars because at that point the Yankees are down three zero already. Yeah. Like yeah. against Houston, you're not coming. Why would you want to watch another team potentially yeah. clinch? And it was also I think raining that day too, so the Yankee like the ticket prices were low, really low. Wow, that's it's crazy to think about. But NLCS, uh, yeah, it's the NLCS. And you, this was for the ALDS for no, you. No, ALCS. Oh, it was ALCS yeah. last year, my fault. Because we got swept. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, but that's so crazy how, like, even no matter if it's a playoff series or not, but if you're down this much and you pretty much got your your butt given to you, <laughs> put it yeah, that way. Nice way to put it. Yeah, so in game two, and now you're down 2-0 to the team that gave your butt to yourself again, so... Um, it's just a crazy situation to pretty much think about. But uh, let's actually dive into the Phillies and Arizona series as we kind of dove into the Texas series a little bit as well. The Phillies' bats are on fire. The pitching's on fire. Uh, Jordan, what do you think stops that momentum at all? I don't know if there is anything they can. I mean, you guys are firing in all cylinders right now, and... Like I said earlier, I don't want to jinx you guys, but how can you not? 
I know Doc in the other room who's in the back yeah. right now. He's he said that he's already prepared. Like he's watching the Texas and uh, Houston series <laughs> yeah. to prepare for the World Series. That's how confident he is. I I would be confident too. Like I, the Diamondbacks could easily win tonight and run this series over, but if we're staying in the same trajectory, you guys are you're winning this in Arizona. I would think. I said Phillies in six originally because I thought you guys. Would I said that same thing. Yeah, too. I thought you would split at home because mm-hmm. Kelly and Gallon. You might mm-hmm. not even get to the second time around at Kelly and Gallon. Yeah, that's how crazy this series has been so far. So yeah, I think to your point, what would stop them is can Houston do it again? Yeah, I, I think imagine. I think what you either you told me this or Doc told me this. They said that there's a more likely chance that Game Four, no matter what if they win or lose, oh, might be yeah. a bullpen, bullpen game, game for the for the Diamondbacks. <sighs> I mean, you'd essentially have to have a, a bullpen game every game yeah. once you're down three zero because you have to just deploy your best guys in the most crucial scenarios. But if they want any like if a legitimate chance for Arizona to win this, you have to get it back to Kelly and Gallon. If they lose you tonight, have to. it's over. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Do you force Gallon to pitch game four? No, I wouldn't because... Even if you're down 3-0? You're a young team. Like, this isn't your end-all, be-all. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to run it back next year. You have the rookie of the year. You have a top five guy in Cy Young this year. You have the foundation there. So I think just being there yeah. is big enough for Credit them. Credit them for beating the Dodgers. That's what I mean. Place. Like, you yeah. got your World Series and sweeping the Dodgers. I wouldn't risk my future for a meaningless... Not meaningless, but in... Hindsight for them, you yeah. want Gallon for the long run. Justin, I want to ask you this. Fad is on the, uh, I, I think that's how you say his name. Fad is on the. I think it's Fod. Fod. It's something like that. Something. It's spelled P-F-A-A-D-T. Silent P. Yeah, Silent P. I don't know. But <laughs> how do you think he's going to do tonight since he's a rookie and that uh, got called up from the Diamondbacks farm system this year? Um, he pitched solid in the few times that he's pitched this postseason, but now you're facing the hot bat of the Phillies and it's a righty. Phillies feed off righties. I mean, they feel on both righties and lefties, but specifically right-handed pitchers. How do you think he's going to do tonight at Chase Field? I mean, realistically, I think I don't think it'll be this again. It's not going to be the same atmosphere, obviously, in Philadelphia. But when the bats are hot, the bats are hot, and obviously, they I think they set a record for most home runs in a four-game playoff mm-hmm. span. Did that obviously uh, Tuesday night, and it's really every guy's getting involved. I think the only one that's not hitting decently well is Rojas, but. Mm-hmm. Again, when everybody else is kind of getting on base, Trey Turner obviously can come back alive, and Castellanos, Schwarber, Harper. You can go down and run the entire yeah. lineup, and it's it's huge against this team. Arizona, obviously they were trying to get back. The World Series haven't been since 01 on that walk-off against the Yankees, but ever since that, it's kind of a team that's been trying to fight their way back, and they do take down the Dodgers. It's still unbelievable to me that the top five teams with the best records only won one playoff game this year, and that was, that was the Braves. Game two against us, but again, we shouldn't have lost, but we did. And now you look at it, you have uh, I not treating the Tom Max like the Padres last year, but it's a similar spot where unless they they might win one game, and that I really do think their best chance is probably to win Game Four. But at that point, all the energy is sucked out of the building. You're already getting cheap tickets. It can't really get any cheaper at this point for Arizona. Yeah, and to uh, talk about Gallon one more time, he's lined up to pitch game five because Saturday would be five days rest. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense. Do I mean, that's, that's what happened last year with Wheeler. And four games rest yeah, isn't yeah. crazy. So if you guys, if they lose tonight, I would expect him to get thrown out there in an elimination game. And I think Kelly he would, would probably come in for like maybe a long relief appearance. 
Yeah. Ranger's good at that, but you're getting you're pitching him tonight. So I think well, I'm saying for just yeah. Gallon's sake. I think the oh, you're talking about the Diamondbacks. Yeah, yeah the Diamondbacks. Okay. And yeah, with yeah. the Phillies, you said you have Rangers starting tonight, correct? Yes. Yep. So for game four, I think if you guys win tonight, you start uh, Sanchez because he's been the shakier one of Taiwan because Taiwan's a consistent guy. He's not going to go crazy and he's not going to suck. Outside of the first <laughs> inning, Taiwan's been good. Yeah, so if what you guys... This? What about this? I, I like the Sanchez thing. What about Lorenzen? Still in there. Would you? Why not? It saves a starting arm if you want to have Sanchez as that another left-handed pitcher mm-hmm. other than Suarez. I'd probably use him Would as a bridge. Would you switch up like a Sanchez opener and Lorenzen come out? I'd, I'd, bri- I'd yeah. bridge Lorenzen, probably like inning four to six mm-hmm. before I turn it over to the... So I'll ask Jack and Brad because you're a Phillies fan too, right? So I'll ask, I'll ask all three of you. Um, if you win tonight... Who are you starting game four? And if you lose tonight, who are you starting game four? Yeah, I think the combo kind of works. Just do Sanchez, Lorenzen. Keep it the same no matter what? I'd I want to see you Taiwan. start Sanchez. I, why would you want to see Taiwan, though? After the first inning, I'd want to see him. Because he's really good. If you take out like if you take out his first inning stats, he's been pretty solid. Here's my thing with the first year. inning, though. Um, even if you start him in the second or third, that still is his first inning. Yeah. Some teams don't realize that. Yeah. Oh, let's put him in the second inning. He'll be better. No, that's his first yeah, inning. true. Exactly. So... You're going to get something rocky, but after that, do you trust your bats to make up for his first inning woes? I mean, to be fair, the Diamondbacks' bats haven't even been there. I like, just looking at both games, you get, you got shut out in in game two. They changed up their lineup tonight in a big way. They did. The lineups get released. Yeah, it's, so the Diamondbacks are opening up with Marte, Carroll, Moreno, Walker, Fam drops all the way to five. Wow. Yeah. Then Gurriel, Longoria, Rivera plays third. Longoria DHs, and then Perdomo. He's yeah. been their best hitter. Philly's Philly's a hard place to win. Like you haven't. You're uh, now six and zero at home in the playoffs this year. Yes. So I expect that the Diamondbacks to bounce back a little bit. Game one is a more accurate representation of what I thought the series would be. Was it the score five two five three final? Yeah. Gallon he didn't pitch great, but it was bad. He competed. Yeah. Game two was just I don't know what happened. I don't expect that to happen again. Um, Fott was solid in his bounce back against the Dodgers. So yeah, they've got look, good I numbers against yeah. Rangers. Yeah, look at look at look they at got f- a couple guys that have good good uh, stats. Against so this Ranger. is a, a big game for them for sure because if they lose, I think it's over. It's over yeah. And if they win, you have you can start Gallon Game Five. Mm-hmm. And with uh, just looking at Fad uh, and or Fod, whatever him, uh, <laughs> we got to settle on one. I'm, I'm going with Fod. Okay. I just keep seeing Fad. Um, <laughs> He started. Uh, he started against the Dodgers. They won four two in four and a third innings pitched. He only gave up two hits with two strikeouts, yeah, no he runs. Was, he looked good. He looked solid, but against the Brewers in Milwaukee. Yeah. But that Dodgers game was at home, so he might have had that the quote unquote crowd <sighs> on his side. But in Milwaukee, quote unquote crowd is crazy. Um, <laughs> two and two thirds innings pitched, giving up seven hits and three earned runs. And that was against Milwaukee. That was against Milwaukee. <sighs> I don't. I don't like the Dodgers start. It's impressive for what it is, but how much of that is against that Dodgers team just not hitting anything? Yeah. Because, like, I don't want to put, no, yeah. put too much stock in that, but, like, when the, the Dodgers were slumping at a ridiculous rate. Yeah, because the offense and the bats were just not there, Justin. So, I mean, he pitched well against the Dodgers. He didn't do too solid against uh, the Milwaukee Brewers. They did come away with the win in Milwaukee on that day. But was it all fod, or was it all just the Dodgers not, or just the Dodgers being cold? What, what do you like? What do you think it was? I mean, I think again, I think 
his, his he did his job. Obviously, with the situation was in front of him. I mean, again, you don't expect the Dodgers to play as bad as they did in that series, but history has shown that the Dodgers kind of they're the, a top five team in the league, and then they just don't win it. Obviously, twenty twenty they did. Obviously, a questionable call by the Rays with Snell. We, we go over that a hundred times, but yeah. The Dodgers every year, last year obviously, it, it fell again. And then this year, you go against hot team, the Diamondbacks on that run, little run against, they did it against the Brewers, and then they did it against L.A. But obviously, you, I, I think you'd never expect Mookie Betts to play how he did and, and Freeman. Yeah. And he didn't get a single hit, right, Mookie? Yeah, Freeman had the yeah, yeah, Freeman had the only hit out of the combined two at-bats. players in the entire series. That which will is, lose you a series. Same thing with the Braves. I think they're built to build the Philly, beat, uh, built to beat the Phillies, mm-hmm. but when Acuna has three hits all series. Olsen was horrible. You That's he was, why you yeah, lose. Olsen was a free out. Acuna, Austin Riley was the only offense. Yeah, exactly. And or even, it was like it was uh, Austin Riley and Ozzy Albies because Ozzy Albies could actually get you base hits. He'd and, get on, yeah. Yeah, he can get you on. So I know that scared you in game four, too. Acuna, the bases loaded. He was bound to break out eventually. Oh, yeah. It, he it almost did. scared me, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, with this whole Philly series, there's a lot of ifs, ands, and buts. But the facts are they're up 2-0, and they have potentially two, maybe three, in Arizona. They play tonight at 5 Eastern to, apparently, uh, Pacific time. Um, (sighs) So, um, just looking at fat with the regular C or FOD, excuse me. I can't <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh five point seven two ERA with only three wins, nine losses in the regular season, but he's been picking up the pace. I think he'll do all right tonight, honestly. I I'd say if I had to predict, I'd say he gives you about three and two thirds, four maybe. They're not gonna leave this kid out there long. Like they're gonna deploy the bullpen. You had the off day yesterday. You can't do it too you early can't lose, though, because you can't if, lose. If tonight. Arizona wins tonight, I think you have to throw a bullpen for game four because you have nothing yeah. to lose at that point. So their bullpen's been really good this uh, playoffs too. I think it's starting pitching against you guys the, fo- the first two games that really cost them. Mm-hmm. So if they win tonight and they have a bullpen and go the how, whole way, how long does he need? Does the starter need to go tonight for Arizona to win? Minimum four innings. Minimum. Okay. Yeah, I said max four. Max four. I don't think this kid's going to have a, a long leash, especially with the way this Phillies offense has been hitting. Like, this is an, this is essentially yeah. an elimination game tonight. So if you have yeah. to treat it. You can't, as much as they might throw a bullpen game tomorrow, you can't act right. like there's going to be a tomorrow. The thing is, you, you need, go down 3-0, you're if cooked. they have some bullpen guys come after uh, Fott tonight, there has to be, like, two or three. Because if you have a bullpen mm-hmm. game tomorrow, you can let everyone go, because then you know you have Gallon in game five, and there's an off day after that anyways. Got us. It's going to, Lovello has a pretty... Steep's task ahead of him. Well, uh, I want to bring uh, this little, I guess, fun activity uh, a little bit. Um, the Phillies have had one of the uh, best home run stretches in postseason. Uh, which one tonight gets the first home run for the Phillies? I'm assuming they're going to hit a home run. So <laughs> I assume they will. Yeah. Yeah, I'm assuming one of them will. So the line uh, we'll go. We'll go around the yeah. table. We'll start with you, Brett. Um, I mean, there's Schwarber, Turner, Harper, Bohm, Stott, Real Muto, Castellanos, Marsh, Rojas. All those guys are in the lineup tonight in that order. Who do you think is uh is hitting the first bomb for the Phils tonight? I'll go I'll go cute. Like I'll stay away from the big boys as as much as I want to. I'm gonna say Bohm goes deep because okay. he's barreled up a few balls. He should have hit one out game two, deep fly ball to center field. Righty on the mound, which I mean a little bit harder for a right handed hitter, but I think Bohm gets one. Jordan? 
I expect Fott to pitch pretty good. I think, like Brett said, he's going to have a shorter leash, but still he kind of has to go out there, give it his all. Um, I like him getting through the first inning, maybe the, the first two. I think Real Muto hit the first home run tonight. He's, he's been sneaky. He had, when's the last time he had a home run? Game one yeah. of the Braves series. And he's good on the road. Yeah, he's, he is good on the I road. I like JT hitting the first home run tonight. And you got to think, JT hit his cycle in Arizona as well. So mm. he did, and which he hit uh, when a cycle, home run, triple, double, single. So yeah, for a guy who's been like pretty cold all year, or not like just average, really. Yeah, compared to last year, uh, I like Mid. him helping out this team. <laughs> yeah. We saw with Schwarber, he got hot these first two games. Uh-huh. JT's time. I like I like JT. I like that uh, that pick, Justin. Who do you think? That's Stott. Stott. Yeah, I was Let's thinking go. Stott too. I was thinking he's Stott due. as well. Stott is due. He's due to just break out a little bit. But why? Why do you think Stott is? I mean, he hasn't been hot as of late. But I mean, what do you think? I I just think uh, sometimes guys are just just ready for the occasion there. I think it's again we obviously saw he's that great slave early in this playoffs. I think it's just gonna take again first pitch swinging, maybe maybe second pitch and just you get it. We see good contact from him. the whole lot of it's hit well, but. God, I was talking about the bigger guys. They they've hit two or three and four, and I think it's time to get his second. I do think it'll be more than one home run, but I think it'll be maybe second inning. Just stock comes up and uh, delivers, gets uh, gets some good pitches there for Fat. Final score prediction, Justin, for this uh, game three. What do you think? Final score? Yeah, I'm gonna go four one Phillies. Okay, I was thinking. More, my prediction would probably yeah, be... Yeah, give me your first home run. Oh, my first... I was thinking Stott originally. Okay. I was thinking Stott goes yard. I wasn't... I I was going to go... um, Like, I was thinking about... Oh, I could go cute and be like, Oh, Harper, he didn't hit one last <laughs> game. So, he's going to hit one this game. He doesn't hit one every bat. Doing, what a, what yeah. a guy. But uh, I think uh, it's either going to be Stott or Marsh. I think Marsh... Marsh has had a hot bat. Yeah. Uh, he's very contact-friendly, which is nice. So... um. My final score prediction, though, I was thinking, like, Phil's five, maybe six, but I think Diamondbacks score max of two. So Max, max of two. Interesting. Yeah. So I was thinking five five or six from the Phil's, two from the Diamondbacks. So, Jordan, what do you think? Um, I, It's easy to say the Phillies, but I really don't think – this is such a pesky team. You know, they swept Milwaukee. They swept the Dodgers. I really expect this team to go out fighting. I think they can pick up a game tonight. I have Diamondbacks 4-3. Close one, Respect. Brett. What do you think? This, as much as we've been praising the Phillies bats, the Phillies pitching staff has been actually pretty insane. I mean, just looking at the ERA, Nolan Wheeler from the three-headed monster that you can pretty much say, Wheeler has a two point three seven ERA. Nola has a point nine six. He's unreal in playoffs. He's exactly. gonna get paid. And then, would you extend him just for his playoffs? Like, even if he sucks the regular season, he's amazing in the playoffs. You extend him? I think he's. I don't. I, don't th- I wouldn't say he. Sucks. I think someone else would offer more than the Phillies would offer. How old is yeah, he? I don't think he sucks in the regular season. I think he's average, but above, slightly above average as well. Because um, you can rely on him um, in certain games. He's reliable. He's reliable and. People give him a lot of hate. I mean, there's a lot of hate that's been spreading through um, other like radio stations, and yeah. they com- they complain and about Nola all the time in the regular season specifically. But 
Well, I want to hear what they're saying now. Are they eating their words right now? Because it's a .96 ERA, three wins. You, all your starts yeah. have been wins. A deal I would give Nola in the offseason, I'd probably say like a, a three-year 60 with a fourth-year club option. I feel like that's it's appropriate. It's going to be, I think, five-year because baseball I can't is give so him five, weird. dude. He's 30 already. Five is wants long-term. But pitchers can go like that older range. I mean, you see see Justin Verlander. It's, well, I'd thing, let him walk. Yeah, but like, like example, with Rodon... We have him for six more years, and he's already looks bad. He's gonna get a Rodon deal after this, though. That's the problem. Yeah, I, I, I think he's probably gonna be a little. What? What? Do you remember Rodon's deal? He's making like twenty six. Yeah, so it's. I think it's gonna so be like in the thirty. Right? I think it's gonna be like. You think Noel's gonna make thirty? No, I don't know. I don't, Rodon don't got so. that last year. The market has only gotten gone up. Yeah, so I think it's just from a numbers perspective. I think Nola's gonna be twenty five, probably. So he'll get less than. Rodon. So you could see a team like. Who's desperate for, uh, desperate for starting like Boston? Give him thirty million a year. You I could. I just think that like we see with like quarterbacks, yeah, they just might say screw it and do it. Though it's Why like not? with quarterbacks, like Hertz gets this, and then Burrow gets this, and then Herbert gets this. It just consistently goes up. It doesn't even have to do necessarily with who you think is the best. Yeah. It's just some guy sets a bar, then the next guy's going to set a new bar, mm. and then just. Would you rather pay up. Nola that amount, or would you rather? Focus set on the guy from Japan, Yamamoto. Give him I'd some money. I'd probably go with Yamamoto. The Phillies have had serious interest in him. So When's uh, the last Japanese player you had? Oh, that's a good one. I don't. I have no idea. Oh, um, my God. I don't even know. Because I know the Yankees are bringing their Japanese players. They had Tanaka not Matsui. too long ago. Yeah. Matsui. Hiroki Kuroda. Oh, man. But I, d- I don't ever. They, ass- ha- they did, I think. I never associate Phillies with Japanese players. I, I don't either. I mean, I I don't need, I don't. Know I mean, you could count, I guess, Victorino because Hawaiian come comes from Japanese heritage, right? Yeah, but that's a long time ago, though. Yeah. but I feel like there's. But true Japanese, I don't yeah. know the last pair you had. Yeah, true. Yeah, I don't know, but says they've had two. But with uh, but Ranger Suarez, I didn't even mention his year. We just got on a little Nola tangent. He has a one point oh four ERA. He's been great. Six strikeouts, one win in this postseason. And Merrill Kelly, Zach Allen, and Fad, they're all in that 3-4 range. Zach Allen, he's almost at a 5 ERA. And that's your ace, who's top 5, as Brett said, in Cy Young, and the Cy Young rankings. So the pitching has just, is slowly skidding for the Diamondbacks. So it doesn't really look great. But let's switch over to the Texas and Houston series. We'll dive into that a little bit. Real quick before we move on. There's this yeah. website literally called JapaneseBallplayers.com. I just mm-hmm. was on it. Yeah, <laughs> so like the last player looks like Tahito Higuchi, if you remember that name. No. <laughs> he was in like 08, wasn't he? Yeah. No. I mean, I was barely I was in kindergarten. So. <laughs> I was in kindergarten. Yeah. yeah, I was in kindergarten as well. So, But uh, let's dive into this uh, Houston and Texas Rangers series. Because the their two-headed monster of Montgomery and Eovaldi have been really solid. It's just that Scherzer's just having that postseason bug that has been jumping around for some of these star pitchers. Rangers look good, but the Astros, they're keeping it, keeping it together when they're on the road. Jordan, what makes you think that the... Like, what causes a team to be better on the road than at home? Because you think, oh... You're at yeah. home, you got the advantage, you're playing in the bottom half of the innings, you also have the fans on your side, but they're better on the road, and they like that, like, villain mentality of, oh, we're at someone else's place, let's yeah. go ruin the fans' day. They've always been historically good on the road, I don't know why, Houston. Um, 
even in the playoffs at home, as of recent, they've been good. But when they lose in the playoffs, they tend to lose it at home. In 17, they won the whole thing. But in 18, they lost all three games in the ALCS at home. Uh, 2019, they couldn't get it done at home. Uh, 2021, couldn't get it done at home. They lost, got eliminated at home. And then last year, they were able to flip the script a little bit, get it done at home. So it's weird that they can't, especially this year, considering defending champs, you think they would really thrive off that home atmosphere in Houston. They've done so much damage there. Four years ago today, the Altuve incident happens that I like not to talk about. But yeah, it's weird. And now they're playing with like an underdog mentality when they just won the World Series not even a year ago. So, Justin, yeah. I want to ask you this because I, 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 we were talking about this with the Rangers stadium because the Rangers stadium is not hitter friendly, right? Is the Astros stadium, looking at their dimensions, you can kind of picture it. They got the Crawford boxes. Then they have that really tall bullpen wall that also goes into a brick wall. But once it gets to that brick wall, which is literally the same height as the Crawford boxes. Oh, in Houston? In Houston. That I feel so weird. It's so weird. So my question is, is is it the stadium that's screwing the Astros over in the in just throughout the regular season and maybe even in the postseason? I mean, I, I do think ballpark, like the dimensions of the ballpark kind of go into it. Certain ballparks, the right field fence is closer in, or obviously the monster, it's it's closer in, but it's very high and stuff like that. But I think for Texas, it really just comes down to uh, putting up numbers in general. I mean, the game game two, it came down to the wire where the Astros kept chipping back and back and back. And then if Jordan would have had a two-run shot instead of two solos, it would have been a completely different game. They would have won game two, and it would be 2-1 Astros right now. So I just think Texas, they pitched – Decently well, first couple of games. It's just you, you gotta stop. I mean, if me if I'm the Rangers, I, I wouldn't even throw to Jordan. Honestly, I think every time Jordan's been in the box, it's it's a it's a free single or, or more. He's gotten four or five home runs, and not I would say he's that's four in the series. I mean, it's it's been unbelievable from him, and he's done it on a yearly basis now up to this point. And obviously, as Phillies fans, we know that from last year as well. But I just think the Rangers. They have a good lineup. They just have to produce here again at home, which has been tough task. They didn't do it. They put up five runs, I mean, last game. It's not like they put up zero, but sometimes against the Astros team, again, it's made four World Series in the last seven years. It's Five runs is not going to cut against them, but if, if it was another team, five runs might get you the victory. Yeah, I mean, someone made the comparison of Jordan to Barry Bonds. I think it was you, Brett, and or someone in here. Yeah, I think it was uh, uh, Justin. Oh, it was Hawk, Justin. Yeah. yeah, accurate. So, I mean, right he's now. batting four oh seven. Leo Leodi Tavares was able to stop him yesterday, though. He that did. Yeah, home he run. stole one. So he's batting four oh seven, Jordan, and he also has an OPS of one point six one five. That which is insane. <laughs> I mean, he's really unbelievable. He's either getting like a single or a home run for you. This is with Altuve. I mean, a little bit off. It's still Astros, but Altuve and Bregman. Altuve's hitting two hundred, and Bregman's hitting one eighty five. Tucker is under one hundred. Kyle Tucker is under one hundred in this playoff series. Oh, not man. not even just Texas. Yeah, he the fell whole off. postseason. The whole postseason. You know he's going to get hot too at the right time. It always yep. happens. Yep. But to uh, poke a little joke at Houston, you said they're not good at home. They don't have a uh, Yuli Gurriel to have that like swinging slider first row of the Crawford boxes anymore. True. So, yeah. <laughs> but um, I mean, 
Brett, what do you think the reasoning for the the home the home and away the home and away thing is for the Astros? I, they just can't perform at home. I can't give you a, a solid answer with that, other than the fact that I think they do embrace a little bit of the villain role. But they've just been there before. Like they know what it takes to win in this league, win on the road, and how this time of year goes in the in these postseason. Um, a lot of veterans. They're one. Of, they're a much older team compared to a lot of these teams left. Um, you have guys like Jose Abreu who've been around. And then the core guys like Altuve and Bregman. They're just well run, as much as that pains me to say sometimes. Um, they have a great manager and a bunch of guys that have been there and done that. I mean, their young guys can't even get it together. Pena. Pena's been, Pena's, he's been rough. Yeah. But he was a big contributor last year, too. He won ALCS MVP and World Series That MVP. can buy you a year of having a little bit of a slump. Um, but... It's it's just pretty incredible that they consistently lose at home and win on the road. I mean, Jordan last series against the Twins, he had four home runs in four games. Yeah, what is that? He's ridiculous. He's absolutely ridiculous. They but traded for him, right? For James Shields. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for uh, before <laughs> back on him. Before we uh, before well, Jordan Sox, has to go, um, I that was just the Dodgers actually. Oh, yeah, it was Dodgers. Which one was White Sox? Or no, it was Josh Tatis. Fields. Tatis, Tatis was, was James White Fields. Sox. Yeah. yeah. Before Jordan has to go for his radio show, uh, I'll go around the horn, and then we'll bring in Doc to see what his opinion is. Call on the bullpen. <laughs> um, Can we get uh, the Edwin Diaz music going? Yeah, I'll, I'll give him a <laughs> the film. trumpets? I'll give him a ring. <laughs> a ring. Um, I want to go around the horn um, just saying uh, what each person uh, uh, thinks this series is going to go to. I, I originally said, and I, I, I know I said this on 10th inning, um, Houston Astros would win in seven. I think it's going to be Texas Rangers win seven now. My week has changed. So, um, Justin, how do you see the Texas Rangers and Houston series going? I am going to say that the uh, Texas Rangers don't win another game. I think it's going to be really backdoor sweep. Are going to come in here and win four straight. It's going to be six. Uh, I again, I just I have confidence. I, I, don't, I don't want to see them again, but it's going to be a World Series rematch here, in twenty twenty three. Jordan, what do you think it's going to be? I said Houston six originally. I'm going to stick with Houston, but I think it gets pushed back another game. Um, I think they win two of three in Houston, go up three two, or even if they're down three two, win game six, win game seven, or just win game seven. I think they get it done. I'll say otherwise until they do not make a World Series. So yeah, Texas, what happened? <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> Doc, we're going to call in the bullpen for Jordan uh, at this point. Is Hector the Protector coming in? <laughs> I knew he was going to bring me brought up in the first Mr. Mr. Two Ranger songs on the on the speakers. Uh but what do you how do you think uh the the whole Houston and Texas series is going to be, Doc? Um honestly, Jack, you you had me convinced uh, on a couple other podcasts that <laughs> You have told me that, you know, the Ashers can't win on the road, or the Ashers can win on only at the road, and they can't win at home. Hey Amen. I, I believe it. I, I'm Give give me the, the Strohs in seven. Wow. I think they win. I, so honestly, you got to get one You know what home. I think happens? I think they win the next two games, and they go up 3-2, and everyone's like, oh, they're going to, in game six. They're going to lose, and you're going to be like, oh, my God. No, no, <laughs> no way this team's serious, right? <laughs> and, but then I think they close it out in seven. Are they trolling? Are they trolling? <laughs> Fred, what do you think? I originally said Texas and six. That still looks good, so I'm gonna ride with it. You still get another shirt. You still get another Montgomery and Evaldi start. So yeah, I mean you're up two one. It's automatically going to five. Wait, so. would Scherzer pitch seven? Yeah, unfortunately. So can't, yeah, it probably. can't get there. It can't get there. You're not. 
<laughs> Dude, it'd be Jordan, Altuve, Brantley. It'd be all of them. It's the whole Maldonado. team. It's the whole team. <laughs> he let Maldonado get a two RBI single. With his cork bat. His cork, cork bat. You remember that last year? Yeah. Oh, my God. What a scumbag. And then he gets his. He also he also did like the elbow thing with the yeah. Indian. Oh I think that was him gosh. too. So. Mm-hmm. Dude, I this like bringing me back to how much I despised the Astros this time of year a year ago. <laughs> but it's sadly gonna happen. Sadly, they own Home Depot at, at Stadium <laughs> in Texas. Oh, but uh, Doc, what you missed uh, to start the show Uh-oh. is uh, we were talking about the Arizona and uh, uh, Arizona and Philly series. So. Uh, Oh, you're going. You took the mic off the stand. First, yeah, first, first ISO in. I'm a. Uh, I'm performing. You're performing. Um, we were talking about how cheap it is to not even buy a ticket for an Arizona game, but also to get a flight from Newark. Make a weekend out of it. You can make a weekend out of it. You can, all the games. You can, get, yeah. you can get a round trip ticket for two hundred eighty-seven dollars for the weekend from Newark Amen. to Phoenix, and which is cheaper than a Philly ticket. Who's uh? You spending? We all, we all going? <laughs> who wants window seat? Yeah, who wants? Who Wait, wants are we going after the uh, the Salisbury game, Doc? Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> the the only bad thing about that is there won't be a game five, so we would just go there for nothing. Maybe we can catch a no Suns game, game five. but there won't be a Diamondbacks game. There sadly. won't be a Diamondbacks. You think the wow. the Phillies are sweeping? Yes. <laughs> See, the thing is, is, like, I'm usually not confident in sweeps in baseball because I think it's just it's so hard to beat the same team four times in a row. And we see that in a regular season, let alone in the playoffs when you're studying and studying. But, man, like, Ranger on the road, he's he's amazing. Their fans aren't really going to give him any momentum. Um, you know, their pitchers, I think they, they're pitching a bullpen game in game four. Like, we were talking about that today where Fott, we'll go with Fott. I th- I said that I think he has to have a short leash tonight because tonight is essentially a elimination game for them, but he can't. which makes it hard because you have the bull- essential bullpen game the next day. I think you have to burn the pen tonight and then live to see another yeah, day. And the thing that's sad with the, how the Diamondbacks are, how do you say it, constructed? Like set, yeah, constructed is that they have to throw a righty against like Schwarber and Harper like a lot of the times because not only are their starters righties that they only have like Matt to play out there mm-hmm. as a lefty and I, I think Fransky said it on the radio when I was listening uh, on the way home for one of the games I think it might have been game one and it was just like they're really pitching a righty to Schwarber right now <laughs> it's like the seventh and inning they have I'm to. like I'm like it's just the lefty the lack of lefties is they have one good one I don't know his name he pitched to Harper. No, he pitched to Harper. Oh, they have another one. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they pitched three. last night. I forget his name, but still, I mean, he's. We haven't even seen like Seawald yet, and all their their, oh, their big guns. I mean, oh they gosh, pitched what yeah. Castro? Uh, they game pitched one. Castro, yeah, mm-hmm. but never even got to Seawald yet. So they don't have a bad necessarily a bad no. open, but like the matchups. They just don't have a fourth there. starter. The matchups aren't there. Like, dude, you just look at this team. You're like, the Dodgers really didn't win a game. <laughs> uh, yeah, against that's, their division that's what's rival. sticking out to me the most after every game of watching this. <laughs> Like, like they swept the Dodgers. This team swept the Dodgers. Like you're telling me, it's like Freddie Freeman didn't get a hit all series against a team that has like all righties. Yeah. Same with Mookie, who thrives on righties. Yeah. Who only got Mookie didn't get a hit. Freddie Freddie Freeman had one hit. Freddie had the Mickey hit. Oh, Freddie had. I thought Mookie had it. No, no. one of one of them had the cheap hits. I thought it was Mookie. Yeah, it was Freddie. But either way, man, it's just it's crazy. Like I just think the Phillies could sweep again. It's baseball, and and all of a sudden the Phillies don't score in the top of the first tonight, and you know Ranger gets you know one error and then a homer, and like just like that maybe the Diamondbacks have momentum to win a game. But 
Like I just don't I don't see it coming back to Philly at all for game six. Uh, yeah, I agree. Like which you know, we're gonna have just have to celebrate in the in the pool. <laughs> Is it a pool or a hot tub? I haven't It's a pool. I think it's I, a pool. I need to confirm. Well hopefully Garrett Stubbs will confirm it for me. Oh he'll know. After game <laughs> He's four. already out there testing <laughs> the temperature. <Yeah. laughs> Dude, you see the report that he was like sore? Like yeah, like they were like they're like, Oh, you're gonna put like Rob Thompson was talking about it. He was like, Yeah, Garrett Stubbs was came out he was like sore and I'm like from, 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 uh, from catch, yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it makes sense. I mean, to be fair, you do do a lot of like you know pre-game work and stuff. True, it's, it's just so funny. It was He's like, warming him up between innings. <laughs> yeah. He's sore. It's tough out here, man. It's tough. Oh man, especially when you got a party every fourth yeah. game. <laughs> I know. But we were also talking about Javier and how he's picked it up in the postseason, not ah. just in the. I mean, not just the past few games, but last year too. He was. Mm-hmm. He's been so dominant. I and mean, we were talking about it yesterday, where Javier was really lacking in the regular season, but every time it's postseason time, he, he picks it up. What do you think, Doc? Yeah, he does. I mean, we kind of should have saw it coming when he, they faced the Diamondbacks on, I believe it was October 1st to end the year. Yeah. Um, And I think that was, I don't know, that was a must-win game for them, right? Correct? Yeah, because Yeah. So he was in a must-win game, uh, do or die, and he went in and he shut down Arizona. And obviously Arizona's a championship league series team, as we see now, and he shut him down, then he shut down the Twins, and then obviously had a good game against the Rangers. I don't know if I'd necessarily say shut down, but still a very quality start. Uh, sadly, I saw Hector Neris let up a home run. Like, <laughs> so the straight jack. I, like, oh, yeah. I pretend I do not see. <laughs> I pretend I do not see. Why didn't Dusty take him out? <laughs> but, um, I mean, there's nothing... Really else to talk about, Brad? Right. I think any? we had a, a solid episode. Yeah, go, so go solid wait, who's MVPs for each series so far? I had Schwarber in the NLCS. I think it's going to be... I mean, right now it's looking like it's Schwarber. Look, man, I want Schwarber to win, but, man, I, I'm already thinking about that Harper Hall of Fame resume, so it's like... Yeah, I need the Harper. But, like, Schwarber, I love him. I love him, so... But also Turner. I think Turner can He's been have good. a case. The defense is hurting him, though. That is yeah. true. Harper has a couple defensive plays. Yeah, his <laughs> Bohm's been very solid Har- defensively. He's just got to pick up the bat. So he's barreled three balls. Yeah, a Harper lucky. Gold Glove soon. <laughs> Speaking of that, did you guys talk about Gold Gloves on here? Oh, we no, didn't. we didn't. We didn't. I mean, it wasn't anything crazy, but I know like That's Bobby just, Witt got. Yeah, Bobby, Bobby Witt, Witt got snubbed. Bobby Witt. They put Corey snubbed. Seager in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't. Corey Seager has like I'm not like a big advanced stats guy, but he has like ne- he has like like below average. Outs above average, like as a shortstop. Yeah. <laughs> they just put three shortstops, dude. Yeah. They just like they're they're all yeah. They throw darts, darts blind darts. But uh, who else? Oh, Ranger, dude. Ranger, this is the innings limit thing again. Like the, the did not qualify. Taiwan did. JT and stop. And a Wheeler too. And Wheeler. So did. like the NL, I mean, you, Philly's got two of the three guys. But Ranger, he's just not getting the innings limit. I don't think he's the best defender. Getting as hurt a pitcher in, in the baseball. Of the year, I guess didn't help. But yeah, he's ridiculous in the field. Justin, why do you think Bobby Witt didn't get into that shortstop list? I mean, he's one of the best two-way guys. Just looking at Bobby Witt, I mean, that's why he's so good. Is that he can steal you bases, he can get you hits, and get you home runs. He can also play super well. At that primary infield position at shortstop, what's the what do you think the reasoning is why he wasn't in that nominee list? I mean, sometimes it's about the situation where you play at. I think it's sometimes uh, the teams are not really on nationally televised games. A lot the of these analysts, these top guys, <laughs> literally. Uh, I mean, with all due respect, he, he had a, a hot August, I believe. And like, I didn't pay attention because he's on the Royals. Uh, that's just the, that's the way sports work. Sadly, yeah. I mean, I obviously know it. 
But yeah, it's like it, you know media, you know they're biased. So unfortunately, but um, but that's gonna do it for this episode of Tenth Inning. Tune in next week where we'll be talking potentially about the World Series matchup it between be. whoever wins in the NLCS and whoever wins in the ALCS. For Jack Miller, Brett Miller, Aiden Doherty, Justin Locke, and Jordan Weisinger, who's currently in the WGLS on-air studio. Again, I'm Jack Miller. Thank you guys for tuning in to 10th Inning, and have a great rest of your Thursday afternoon.